wanna know what you're thinking. This is State of the State. I'm Brian Mackey, and the state of the state today is debatable. I wanna know what you're feeling. Tell me what's on your mind. Six months into Governor Bruce Rauner's first ever term as an elected official, we finally have a sense of what his top priority really is. And it's not exactly what he said it would be during the campaign. Rather than union busting or business concerns or even making Illinois the most compassionate state in the country, Rauner's chief concern seems to be what political consultants like to call his message. Today we're going to have a debate on three issues. In one corner, Governor Bruce Rauner. In the other corner, candidate Bruce Rauner. We begin back in 2013 at a Republican dinner in Tazewell County near Peoria. Uh, my name is Bruce Rauner. I'm here because I'm thinking of running for governor. It's the same thing to do. I've never, I'm not a politician. I've never run for office. I didn't even run for student council in high school. It may be true that Rauner was once not a politician, but he's proven a quick study, exhibiting an expert politician's lack of sheepishness or shame when it comes to shifting positions. Let's listen to three sections from that speech back in 2013. This is not the best audio. It comes from a video on the Rauner campaign YouTube page, but I promise I'll recap. And, and the Springfield's never seen anybody like me, because I don't want a political career. I don't care if I'm reelected. I don't care who I upset. I'm going to be down like a bulldozer. But even if they've got a major majority against us, you know what? They can't stop us. They won't stop me if I want to spend dramatically less. You need the legislature if you want to spend more. If you want to spend less, they can't stop me. They can't stop me. I, you know, I apologize. We may have to go through a little rough times. If we have to do what Ronald Reagan did with the air traffic controllers, and we sort of have to do a do-over and shut things down for a little while, Three issues there. He doesn't want a political career. He'll cut spending regardless of what Democrats want. And he'll stick it to state workers. Let's take those in reverse order. Issue one. Nowhere is Rauner's political flexibility more apparent than in his change of tone on state employees. After campaigning on shutdown talk and even this year suggesting state employees are paid too much, Rauner has transformed himself into a champion of the bureaucrat. We in our administration are working for you. This is Rauner addressing a group of state employees at the Illinois Emergency Management Agency back in June on the eve of the new fiscal year. I want to make darn sure you guys are paid, you guys are paid on time, you don't miss any payroll, and you're paid 100% of your salary, not some lesser amount. During that campaign speech, Rauner talked about President Reagan's handling of striking air traffic controllers. Not only did Reagan fire them, but he banned them from future government employment. But now, instead of welcoming the rough times he discussed during the campaign, Rauner's taking a more sensitive tone, acknowledging the budget impasse could be difficult for the employees' families. I apologize for that. We're going to try to minimize the stress on your families, and we're going to allow you to do your work. Issue 2. Rauner has taken a pass on unilaterally managing the Democrats' unbalanced budget proposal. He could have used his veto power to reduce spending levels, or signed the budget as is and simply ordered agencies under his control to spend less. Remember, he campaigned saying, If you want to spend less, they can't stop me. 
But Democrats didn't have to stop him because Rauner stopped himself. Except for the education funding, he vetoed the budget, refusing to negotiate until Democrats caved to parts of his pro-business, anti-union agenda. The governor also offered a harsh critique of the Democratic spending plan using the word it's irresponsible, 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 at least six times in a recent news conference. But one of the budget gimmicks in the Democrats' irresponsible spending plan was part of Rauner's own budget plan from earlier this year. Both proposals counted on hundreds of millions of dollars in savings wrung from changing the terms of state employee health insurance. Rauner's budget also counted on $2.2 billion in savings from a pension overhaul that was not introduced as legislation until this month, and then in vastly different form. Even when Democrats led the way on a different pension overhaul several years ago, they didn't count on immediate savings. That decision proved prudent when the Illinois Supreme Court struck down the pension law. Issue three, Rauner's statement that he's not interested in a political career. And, and Springfield's never seen anybody like me because I don't want a political career. I don't care if I'm reelected. I don't care who I upset. Despite that, we've heard the governor consistently deflecting blame for the impasse that led the state well into the fiscal year without a budget. Along those lines, it was telling that in the TV ad intended to discredit House Speaker Michael Madigan, Rauner used half the airtime to bolster his own public image. All they want is higher taxes, again. Change in Springfield isn't easy, but you didn't send me here to do what's easy. On top of that, in his continued push for term limits, Rauner has said he'd limit himself to eight years in office, suggesting ambition beyond his 2013 statement that I don't want a political career, I don't care if I'm reelected. These are three examples that relate to just one campaign speech at one dinner in one county. There are plenty of other instances of Rauner saying one thing and proposing another, particularly as it relates to labor unions. Less than a month before last November's election, Illinois Radio Network quoted Rauner saying, Pushing any, any specific labor regulation is not my priority at all. A few months later, after he'd taken the oath of office, Illinoisans learned right-to-work zones were, in fact, a priority, and a big one. In an interview earlier this year, my public radio colleague Amanda Vinicky asked Rauner when he changed his mind about that. Uh, well, we, we talked about it uh, all through. Now, I, I don't remember particular timing of emphasis. Obviously, From a politician as disciplined about adhering to his talking points as Rauner, that is hard to believe. And it's particularly hard to believe because the timing of emphasis was so clear. Before he won the Republican primary, Rauner was rapidly anti-union in his rhetoric, so frequently vilifying government union bosses that his repetition of that phrase was like a tick. The government union bosses, the government union bosses of the government union bosses. Then, after he won the primary, Rauner was virtually silent on the subject until after the general election. You say timing of emphasis, I say obfuscation. The essayist Hendrik Hertzberg, writing in The New Yorker, offered the following critique of the national political conventions in 1996. So many words, so little meaning. For when the object of the game is to sway the emotions of the largest possible masses of people, vagueness is a precision tool. Politicians are not essayists. Their purpose is not to make themselves clear, but to make themselves and their ideas acceptable to a fleeting majority, Hertzberg wrote. 
The more precise a formulation is, the more it invites disagreement. If the essayist is a sculptor, chipping away at each thought until its significance is exact and unmistakable, the politician is a truck driver, hauling as much raw granite as his vehicle will hold." Unquote. Have the roads of this state borne a heavier load of granite than Rauner's campaign slogan of Shake Up Springfield, Bring Back Illinois? Shortly after the inauguration, I wrote about the many faces of Rauner on the campaign trail and wondered which one would take the oath as governor. The union buster? The businessman? The compassionate conservative? I wrote, a candidate who won on the strength of slogans and platitudes owes it to the governed to finally reveal what exactly he plans to do with the power he's been given. At the time, it seemed there were signs of hope we might soon get a better sense of the man's true priorities and how his administration would operate. But the governor's endless reinventions, unmoored from past positions, have left the citizens of Illinois with a muddied picture of the man who will be running the state for at least the next three and a half years. That's it for this week's State of the State. I'm Brian Mackey. Thanks for listening.